The College Football Experience Navy Midshipman 2023 Season Preview Episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Networks brought to you by our very own Patreon. Yes, score exclusive perks and content available only to our patrons, uh, you know, at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. You got to check it out. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. And remember, as always, folks, to let it ride. This is Randy Cross. You're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Yes! Welcome! Welcome to the College Football Experience Navy Midshipman 2023 Season Preview. You sank my battleship! Yes! Uh, look, perhaps you're wondering just who the hell you're listening to. My name is Colby Swiggin' Dantabase Dad, aka Pick. Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I'm probably drinking too much and celebrating too much and not sleeping. Would have killed a normal man, but nah. Now that's gone. The medical advice I got from that was was like being hit by lightning. Pretend it never happened and get on with your life. The, the Navy midshipman without Kenny Montalolo, it's like he's been hit by it's like the world's been hit by lightning, Patty C. What? Yeah. Something is wrong here. How long was his tenure there? He started in two thousand. He was with Paul Johnson before that. That's true. That is Unbelievable. True. He has been at Navy for a the long disrespect. time. Disrespect. Yeah. Oh, Signal. And they fire him. They fire him in, in the, the locker, fucking room locker room after an overtime loss to Army. You know the guy's not hurting bad enough, right? Double overtime loss to Army. You got to fire him while he's still smarting. Yeah. Couldn't let him go to the family for the weekend. Yeah, get out of there. Navy, Navy, Navy. You got to be ashamed of yourselves for that one. Well, we got a lot that we're ashamed of. I am joined by my co-host. Well, this. I'm not, I mean, I guess we're a little ashamed uh, that he's my co-host, but uh, <laughs> give it up for former, former JMU Duke defensive back, the burrito eating, sad lad, kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing, Patty C in the place to be. Hi, oh, embrace that shame, baby. Fucking Roger Staubach, baby. All right, Heisman hero. Yes, doing the Heisman. Boom. If you watch it on YouTube, YouTube com slash Colby just strike college experience expert Heisman form there. I love the service academies, Patty C, but certain flags are on the field of life right now. Yeah. Uh, I had a chance. I was at Mountain West Media Day. I had a chance to sit down with one Troy Calhoun, and I agree with Coach Calhoun that we think the NCAA is completely wrong with their newest rules to uh, regarding blocking. Which essentially has Army, Navy, and Air Force moving to pa- the he- you know passing a lot more, and some of them out of the gun. Well, let me tell you what, Navy maybe not, and we'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah. But certainly it is affecting their scheme for 
reasons that we think are kind of silly, or what, or at uh, least uh, inconsistent logic yeah, being well, applied here. Yes, and and I know Paul Johnson has spoke out on behalf of this as well. But Troy Calhoun saying that I think the NCAA is disregarding player safety by outlawing this, by putting in these rules, yeah. and I would co-sign that, saying to me it seems like you you want the game to be more dangerous and concussions to play more of an issue because of this rule change. Yeah. So uh, which one is it? Do you want player safety, folks? Or do you want, or you do, or do you just, uh, you know, want your TV times to be the actual three hours? Because I think that's really what this is driven by. Yeah, more more advertisement time they're looking for. You know what? Um, What do you want them to do? Do you want them to hit high? Do you want them to hit low? It's a crock of shit. And and does that vary uh, from offense and defense? And if so, why? Yes, Uh, it it is not consistent. It is not consistent. They're picking, choosing, they're uh, picking and choosing their battles here, and and it's contradictive to the point that they're making for the defensive side of the ball. Oh, we don't want you to go high. We want you to go low. Whoa! Well, what on offense when you go low? Uh, That's not where the brain is located. Believe it or not, the brain is not located on. I just learned this today, Patty. See, the brain is not part of the foot. All right. Uh, Very curious. Apparently, offensive players can't give the defense concussions. It's never happened. It's not a threat at all. Yes. So, uh, such a fucking joke. You guys have to hit them in the head. Offensive players have to hit the defense in the head. If you hit them in the legs, it's now a penalty. They need to reverse this ruling this offseason. Yeah. Like, I I actually, they should reverse the, the ruling before the season kicks. But I'm saying. I think they do this every year. This like needs to un, like, I can't urge this enough to anyone listening to this podcast. Yeah. It is absolutely ridiculous. It is not consistent with the theories that they have pr- provided for safety. I just so, don't think there's probably a lot of, uh, I would need to see the stats on it. Yes. You know, and, and Paul Johnson, who, who has been part of the, you know, fighting this, there is no stats. They have provided zero stats on this. Yeah. There is no stats. They don't have stats for this. Right. It is made up. This is something because coaches don't like preparing for it. And I also believe it's because the TV execs, a lot of times the game will end much, much before three hours. Yeah. It is a crop of, of shit. Time. This is what happens when you put TV execs in charge of your sport. Yeah. Anyway, with that said, uh, let's talk about Navy because uh, Brian Newberry. Whoa. Whoa. Brian Newberry, uh, a new Navy head coach. Look, he was a defensive coordinator for Ken Niamatololo. Previously, he was at Kennesaw State, where they ran the option. And Newberry, uh, some people say, kind of behind the scenes, might have had something to do with a little little bird in the ear of the Comes athletic director. Comes in and starts whispering, you know, uh, undermining potentially Ken Niamatololo. That's what they might be saying. And I think Newberry's probably thinking, because I understand how the bastard thinks, <laughs> I taught him. Now I own one. Well, that's actually probably Nick Montalolo saying yeah, I own one. He does own one. Uh, to be fair, to be fair, Newberry's defense was very good last year, and Navy's offense needed some work. Yeah, no, I, I, I it's very true. It, and Nick Montalolo's been struggling the past couple of years, but damn, if he did not have Patty C, you're talking about a guy, the best running probably Navy history. Yes. Especially when you add in what he did with Paul Johnson, he was there with Paul Johnson, so he was responsible in a way for what. Four double digit win seasons? Yeah. I mean, what, from 2003 to. They almost beat Ohio State at Ohio State. Do you remember that? Uh, yeah. They were good. I mean, that's insane. They were really good. <laughs> uh, I get it. 2003 <laughs> to 2019, they had what? Two, two losing seasons the entire time? You yeah. Know, so, yeah, Getting 14 winning seasons, and most, most of them 
pretty impressive. Eight, nine, ten win seasons, like you mentioned. Though they got an eleven win, eleven win season in there as well. Yeah, unbelievable run by Ken Niemann. Yeah, sorry. I mean, even when you look back, Patty C, at, at you know what essentially happened a year ago. I mean, let's talk a little bit about the Army game. What he fumbled at the one yard line in overtime. He was about to score and win the fucking game. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like uh, a lot of other close losses too. Last that's what I'm saying, dude. Uh, the like, I feel like almost a lot of the games I watched Air from Force, who ago, almost went undefeated. They, what? What? They were lost two, three, four, five one-score losses. He was right there. Notre Dame kept it within three with Notre Dame. Yeah. Come beat, on. beat UCF his second to last game, right? I mean, UCF did what? UCF played in the uh, <laughs> yeah, played in the bowl they in the American yeah. Championship game, right? Uh, Against Tulane, or was that Cincinnati? No, it was UCF. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> what do you want? Yeah, what do you want? But anyway, they wanted Brian Newberry. I'm not, I'm gonna try to give him a, a benefit of the doubt. All right, I'm gonna say new era, Newberry. All right, and I perhaps they got there. something going. Uh, what what do you make of the hire? I mean, look, his defense was very good, and uh, you know his track record seems all right, right? I mean, let me—it's going to take me a minute to rattle this off. Obviously, they're not giving JMU the credit they deserve, so uh, their JMU would have made them thirty-second. But since they're not officially statistics thirty-first uh, in the nation for Navy last year, he's been there what as the defensive coordinator since twenty nineteen. Yeah. Um. So I'm going to have to give you scoring stats here to make this more quick. 83 the year before. So not that impressive in 2021, um, 2020 though, take it with a grain of salt because remember they 2020 72 yeah, and his okay. first year, uh, in 20 or 2019 number 34. So, you know, 34, 72, 80 played at Baylor 31 played at Baylor. So maybe something, something there coached at Lehigh stack of the money. Green wants to, to make sure we hammer that home respect. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely, definitely uh, put put Lehigh on the uh, map here. Look, um, there there remains to be a lot. You know, uh, a lot needs to be seen here from Brian Newberry, especially yeah. after reports that he might have been in in the administration's ears. Yeah, in cahoots. Yeah. You know, uh, undermining Ken Niamatololo. Look, we're gonna talk all about it. We're gonna talk about the offense, the defense, special teams, transfer portal. Not really, but because uh, that doesn't happen at real fucking American places. All right. <laughs> I'm joking, but you know, transfer portal, not really, certainly not at Navy. Yeah. Uh, they took zero transfers. They did have one leave one and I will get to it. So we will be talking transfer portal. We will go game by game on the <laughs> midshipman schedule. Uh, but before we do all that, I want to tell you that the college football experience, Navy midshipman, 2023 season preview episodes brought to you by a sports gambling podcast, very own Patreon. Yes. Do your part in the war against corporate gambling and sign up for the SGP Patreon. There is a ton of exclusive content, contest, and merch just for our patrons, plus a monthly SGP Stories podcast and an ad free, uncensored show highlighting the best stories from decades of being DGENs. There's even a, a Discord channel for the patrons. So, Sports Gathering Podcast Patreon is a great way to score exclusive perks and support us because, come on. No one's out here previewing all 133 teams to jump on over there. Sports gambling podcast.com slash Patreon. That's sports gambling podcast.com slash Patreon. All right. We are back on the college football experience. Navy midshipman 2023 season preview. Patty C. This is who's gone. Mar- Maquel Haywood, their running back. He went to App State. Well, that was fast. That's it. 
Done with the portal. They lost. Uh, <laughs> Haywood, uh, good for 473 yards. That was uh, fifth on the team in rushing. Um, yeah, I guess at, at, from the running back position, that was fourth on the team because uh, Lavatai. Um, Ty Lavatai, yes. Was second on the yes. team in rushing. Actually, no, Ty Lavatai is a. a he was third on the team in rushing. So, uh, well, and they all play quarterback. So, you know, like there was kind of a plug and play situation there at the quarterback position, Patty C. But, um, I mean, we would, you would agree that they clearly- actually, Haywood, dude, the, the, whatever reason the, 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 the statistics on this are messed up. This dude was kind of a game breaker for them. Uh, 73 attempts, 6.5 yards per attempt. No, he's good. And App State knows, I, look, I trust App State the, knows running yeah, backs. Yeah. Uh, all right. Look, um, the offense was 104th a year ago. The rush offense, of fourth. Well, pass yeah. offense 128. Total offense sitting at 110. Got to get better there. Yeah. Interesting quarterback situation coming in here. Yeah. Uh, let's talk a little bit about this offensive side of the ball because there is some encouragement. I think if you see eight starters returning on the offensive side of the ball, I see the Pendleton starter as Tedros Gleaton. But they also have Blake Horvath, and then I still see Ty Lavatai and Xavier Arline there. Yeah, Lavatai I see is fourth on the depth chart. So are they going to be? Is this going run and shoot? Because <laughs> I'm just a little bit. This guy started for multiple seasons for them. Yeah. Uh, well, the 46 percent completion percentage last year probably needs to be uh, improved upon. Whether it be him or one of the other quarterbacks in the uh, quarterback room. Well, the running back room stays the same because Daba Fofana is back. Five eight banana fana Fofana banana fana Fofana. Get him the fucking ball and let the guy cook. All right. Uh, Wideout wise or single back wise, I guess I should say Anton Hall is also back as well as Amin uh, or Amin Hassan. Uh, Brandon Chapman is one I think they're excited about. Sophomore five nine one sixty seven. So uh, circle that one. Well, wide receiver wise, they do bring back Jaden Umbarger, and they bring in Nathan Kent. Now Nathan Kent, when I say bring in, he was just not a starter a year ago, but I think they're excited about his sophomore year. Uh, tight end uh, is another one. Thomas Scully penciled in to be the starting tight end. But I can, this is where you get Good excited. Name. This is where you get excited. Yeah, X Files. Got you a little fucking X Files going. Yeah. Uh, what's the other person? Mulder. Mulder. <laughs> He's he, maybe uh, he or she's on defense. Um, <laughs> no. Uh, wait, who was Scully? Who was Mulder? Uh, Mulder was the dude. Scully oh, was okay. uh, Julian Anderson. Okay. Um, I don't think this 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 Scully is probably as hot. Did you know they originally offered that to Pamela Anderson? X Files. That would have been a different fucking <laughs> show. A different show. <laughs> It would have sucked. <laughs> that's like that's like uh, I I love that when they do that like uh, Stallone and Beverly Hills Cop originally was he yeah hilarious. can you imagine that you know which one would have been interesting Tom Selleck as Indiana Jones I do think uh, I think Ford is probably the better fit there but I don't know Selleck I'm gaining respect for his uh, acting chops you know? Tom Selleck yeah he, I mean, over time. Over time, I don't. Yeah, I never Magnum really PI. never thought of him as much of an actor, but he, he's got a little bit, a little bit. Um, well, uh, speaking of uh, Navy football, <laughs> <laughs> they bring back four or five on the offensive line, and I think they're super excited for that. I think that is the real reason why you see 
excitement going through. They also hired a new offensive coordinator. Obviously, you know, uh, with what went on at uh, with Neo Montolo, basically would run that offense. So, well, the, the coordinator Grant Chestnut, yeah. A couple nuggets. I'm gonna read this off the uh, the Navy webpage here. This uh, this what should inspire uh, hope for you, Colby, as a fan of the running game. Uh, Kennesaw State Kennesaw State has ranked in the top three in the FCS rushing offense in six of the last seven years, including leading the nation in 2017 and 2019. The Owls program set uh, set the program record with 352.9 rushing yards per game on the ground in 2018, which was good for second in the nation. So, just to clarify here. Uh, what was first in the nation last year was 326 by Air Force back in 2018. It was 359 by Kennesaw. They're going to be wow. running the ball. Okay. Apparently running the triple option still, what with elements of RPO and short passing mm. mixed in. Mm. It's going to be interesting to watch. It's going to be interesting to watch. Now, the defensive side of the ball, Patty C, not, not a lot of question marks there. 51st in scoring defense, second in rush defense, second in the nation, Boom. 97th in pass defense, charting at the number 31 defense in America. You know, that's what we have come to expect, and that's what logic suggests. Like, if you have a great rushing offense and you're focused on that in practice all the time, number three in the, or four in the nation, then you should have a great rushing defense, which Agreed. they did. Number two, there's been rushing. a couple outliers though. I feel like when we go through the, go, yeah, it go doesn't the, always yeah. make sense, but this is, this one makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Uh, defensive coordinator um, is uh wait. Well, Newberry was running the defense. So PJ Volker was promoted from linebacker coach to defensive coordinator, Danny O'Rourke, no relation to Mickey. Uh, is the special teams coach, but uh, look, nine starters back on defense, Patty C nine. All right. The entire defensive line led by Cray Cro- clay Cromwell biscuit Bernard. Mm-hmm. What a fucking name. <laughs> uh, also Jacob Busick, not Jake Busey, Jake Busick <laughs> uh, linebacking core. They are uh, bringing back what? Two of four here. Will Harbor and Colin Ramos back looking to break in the raid linebacker, Jordan Sanders. And uh, Kenneth McShan, McShan, I think it is. Uh, the entire secondary is back, led by Andrew Duhart, uh, Mbidi Williams, Evan Gibbons, and Rayon Lane. So there's that. Breaking so in a brand new kicker. They're completely stacked on uh, what was already a good defense. Yeah. Breaking in a brand new kicker in Evan Warren and the return punter, Riley Reithman. So. I think you have to be extremely optimistic about how good this defense is going to be. Yeah, I agree. Bringing back all those pieces seems like I mean, no, no one's gonna, no one's gonna win against Biscuit Bernard. <laughs> That's true. Although one thing, uh, John Marshall is not returning. He led the team last year with eleven and a half sacks, good for uh, third in the nation. Uh, next on the next highest on the team was Jake, B- Jacob, B- Jake Busey with uh, six sacks. <laughs> so there's a lot of production leaving there, but I, I think they'll be fine. Yeah. And uh, look, I, I, I kind of been a little more bullish than I was coming into this episode. John Marshall also, by the way, uh, led the team in passes defense. How do you lead the team in sacks and passes defense? That's a fucking baller. That's right a baller there. right That's there. It's a baller right there. So you're feeling a little more optimistic than I you am. were. Yeah. I am. Are you too? I am. Yeah. I am. Uh look, we're gonna go game by game on the, the midshipman schedule, but before we do that, I want to tell you that the college football experience Navy midshipman preview is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. 
Yes, the NFL season is right around the corner. At Underdog Pick'em is a great way to get down on the NFL player props, and it's available in a ton of different markets. Plus, there's plenty of opportunities to win with their daily MLB contests. And of course, make sure to enter Best Ball Mania, where they're gonna give away three million dollars for first place. Head on over to UnderdogFantasy.com. Use that promo code SGPN for 100% deposit bonus up to $100. Once again, that's UnderdogFantasy.com. Promo code SGPN. All right, Patty C. Here we are in the thick of this. Midshipman football. Boom. As American as it gets. And they play a week zero game. So they're going to have two bye weeks. But if you're watching on YouTube, by the way, we host the college football experience, but we also host the FCS college football experience and the college basketball experience and the college baseball experience and the Big 12. Oh, well, we have the Big 12 experience as well. So subscribe to all those feeds separately. On YouTube, we come together as one youtube.com slash the college experience. Please subscribe if you can. Spread the word. Hop on over to iTunes, give us a five star review. Stuff like that helps. It really helps. So look, but if you're watching on YouTube, you see right now this sweet ass graphic by Cam Kerr. Shout out to Cam. The win total, Patty C at six and a half. Are you first off shocked that it is six and a half? Uh, that seems high, but at really at first glance at this schedule, that seems more reasonable because there are a few lemons on here. Now the juice is going on to the over and that's plus one ten on the over six and a half minus one thirty five to the under. So Vegas basically saying they lean to a six to six season, but either way, that's pretty surprising considering they haven't had a season like that in quite some time, three or four years. So interesting. If I may say so, what, what, what have they done in the last uh, three years? It was well, they had all those close losses last year, but remember I like that uh, 2019 amazing 11 and two, but like yeah. you said, since then struggles three and seven, four and eight, four and eight, but they were affected by COVID really bad. Yeah. Because they couldn't like the Of course. Yeah. They're not gonna cheat. Yeah. They're navy. Um one thing that I find interesting here also, maybe the win total makes sense for the conference adding all those CUSA teams. Uh the win total makes the sense. The AAC is adding all those CUSA yeah, teams. Yeah, that's true. So competition going waters down, down a little, little bit. Yeah. Uh let's get into it because they're catching twenty points. It was a three point game last year, Patty C. Yeah. They're catching twenty points. In Dublin, Ireland, and by the way, Notre Dame still has not played Navy in Annapolis, <laughs> despite them being what their uh, second most played opponent yeah, of all time. They've still never played in Annapolis because they're cowards. Uh, they're catching twenty. Give me the points. Thirteen and eighty-one all time. I will take the points uh, as well. Notre Dame might be, up, but you want to talk about a, 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 a great start to the Brian Newberry era. And oh man, if he pulled uh, that off. a way to endear himself to the uh, midshipmen fans, uh, this would be it. By the way, Navy putting the mid and midshipmen with this six and a half win total. Mm, I had to say it. Sorry. There you that. go. Uh, look, the so zero and one for you, zero and one for me. They get back from uh, the island, um, and they go to Annapolis. They get a bye week, and then they they go back to Annapolis to take on the Wagner Seahawks. They're a terrible FCS. So Navy will move to one and one, correct? Correct. Then Thursday night football, folks. You don't need the NFL. You have Navy Memphis, much better than the NFL. Uh, Simmons Bank Stadium, aka Liberty Bowl. What the fuck is the Simmons Bank stuff? Uh, Patty C. Mm. On the Memphis preview, I took Memphis. 
Yeah. What was the Memphis score? has kind of had their number lately. 37-13 last year. Memphis is the one, I think, four straight against the midshipmen. In in Memphis this year. Yeah, we're going so Tigers. One and two. They get a second bye week. And now they host the South Florida Bulls at Alex Galesh bringing in that Josh Heupel offense. Oh, I am hypeled up about it. This I think US uh, USF might be a sleeper team to really make a big jump here, but I think Navy is ahead of them. Not me. No, I am taking South Florida to get this done. I got them at one and three out of the month of September. They have three by weeks. Actually, you have called that USF offense a cheat code. Yeah. I am interested to see this uh, formerly Kennesaw state new Navy offense. This is fun. I mean, talk about a contrast in styles. Alex Galesh, the number one offense in the country at Tennessee last year. This is like the hunt for red October because Galesh was born in Russia and he's taken on the Navy. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Who is uh We had the we had the JFK bowl last year. <laughs> this is the Brian uh, Newbury is uh which one is he? Is he is he uh That's, Who was the other side of that? Sam Neal? Who was that? It was Sam Neal. He was a, yeah, uh, the yeah. third third character. It was uh, a lot was, of movie talk. This is the guy who shot the uh, chick on accident. Uh, I haven't seen it in like fifteen years, dude. So it's it's a tall order for me to remember. And then Sean Connery. He's Sean yeah. Connery. Talks like this. <laughs> uh, look, um, I got him. I got him one and three in September. You got him two and two. <sighs> yeah, two and two. All right, now Eric Morris. Uh, and the North Texas Mean Green come to town. That's a dub. North Texas did play for the CUSA championship last year, hmm. but but I, they fired their coach. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll join you. Give me that win. Navy gets it done. Okay. Then they head down to Jerry Richardson Stadium. Oh, you can take you can take away a lot of things, but you can't take away my stadium. God damn it! All right. <laughs> uh, uh, Biff Pogey. Uh, before I thought this was a win for Navy. Nope. Can't impossible. Biff <laughs> Pogey might be the greatest coach of all time. Well, he's certainly talking a big game. Um, there's no way in a normal year that I would take uh, Charlotte to beat Navy. In Charlotte, though, and I don't know. No, I'm I'm still taking Navy here. Four and two, a strong start. Two and four. Now the Air Force Falcons and Troy Calhoun come to town on October 21st. Patty C. Yep. This I will take Navy because Air Force lost Hazik Daniels gone, Brad Roberts gone, aka John Riggins 2.0. Uh, so I got them moving to three and four here. I do believe Air Force has dominated this rivalry all time. I hate to burst your bubble. Uh, not too bad. 22 and 33 Navies against Air Force. Uh, in Annapolis, I don't know. I'm still on the Falcons. Wow. Okay. So three and four, and you got a four and three. Yeah. They get another bye week. Oh, this schedule is just full of fucking bye weeks. Uh, then they head to the link. Not too far of a trip. Up the Temple. They're going to beat Temple. Yeah. Temple's running that cha 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 offense. They're not going to know what to do here. Ground controlled. This to was major an Tom. overtime game a year ago, but I think they get it done. And four and four, you five got them at three. five and three. Remember the win total six and a half. The UAB Blazers and Trent Dilfer come to town. I have no idea what no. To, to expect of, of L Dilfer. City taking UAB, right? UAB, yeah. Indianapolis. So that puts them at what? Uh, five and four for me. Four and five for you. Yeah, and then the East Carolina Pirates come to town, and you know. We believe in the- 
Now, they, they beat ECU in double overtime last year. Should have never went to overtime, but Mike Houston's reluctance, uh, reluctancy to, to use this shit kicker over and over and over again. 23-20 in double overtime. They get the W, and this time it's in Annapolis. ECU won the last time they went to Annapolis. I'll have you know. Mm, I, I'd have ECU as well. So that moves me to four and six. Yeah, I have five and five and five. And now they had the General Ford Stadium. Now we've seen Navy get the better <laughs> of these Texas schools. <laughs> Texas schools have gotten so far away from running the ball that when a team it commits to it, crazy, it, they get throttled by it. I think that'll happen again. So uh, <laughs> I got not. them at six and five, beating SMU. I got SMU winning that one. Okay, so you got them at what? Uh, four and seven. Four and seven, and then you got the best rivalry in sports, Patty. See, dating back to eighteen ninety. Army, Navy. This year it's at Foxborough, which I don't think is a frequently played location. I don't think it is either. Patty C. Last year, I mean, by the way, Army and Munkin. So at one point, from 2002, which was Paul Johnson, right around there, all the way to 2015, Navy didn't lose once. Mm. Right? They were dominant for quite a while there. 14 straight wins. Now Army's won five of seven, buddy. Five of seven. Mm, mm, mm. Can't sit well. But what have you done for me lately? I got Army winning. No, Army did win last year. That's right. I got um, Army winning it again. I think I do too. Although I'm pretty interested now. Both of these coaches are still leaning into the option, but incorporating different elements of it. Let me ask you this, Colby: Is there any chance that this actually helps Service Academy football compete? Or do you think it's just going to hurt them? Do you think they're well, judging by Troy Calhoun, who I, I value his opinion a lot? Yeah, I would say it hurts. Is he? Uh, he, he was saying that uh, it's 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 making things harder on him. He said it, it, this thing seems to be a ploy against the service academies in the style of football and trying to make it harder for us. Mm, yeah. mm, mm. We'll see. I mean, look, there are a lot of different ways you can run the ball, but you know, I, I do think that. For the service academies and their like, I mean, when Navy one twenty nine in recruiting right now. I mean, there's no probably bigger team in all of college football that has a bigger disparity between their uh, football power index ranking and their recruiting ranking than any of than than the service academies. So clearly, they don't respect the recruiting that they do. But this system has helped them, you know, close that they gap. They almost beat Michigan. They almost beat Oklahoma. Army did. Uh, Navy has almost beat Ohio State. Navy has beaten Notre Dame. Air Force has years. beaten Ohio State. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, it does hurt. I think yeah. it does hurt. But I do. What I, I guess maybe let's just hold our breath, cross our fingers, and hope that they figure it out. I'm on the under. I feel somewhat they good got about some it. Smart people in the Navy. They do. They do. You sank my battleship. Um, <laughs> look, before we get out of here, I had a chance to sit down with college football campus story, K. Michael Barker, to talk about his experiences to Annapolis. So, with no further ado, here is that interview. Joining me on the college football experience, Navy Midshipman 2023 season preview episode is none other than Michael Barker, aka College Football Campus Tour, which is probably wonder what, what, what is that? No, this is a Twitter page that you should be following. This is why you don't get off Twitter. A lot of people want to get off Twitter. No, you don't because CFB campus tour on Twitter is uh, in my opinion, like one of the best follows. If you love college football or you love stadiums in general, you need to be following this page. Michael goes to countless 
countless college football games every week. I feel like, and and he documents all of it. He's been to every single FBS school, most of the FCS. Uh, so you got to check him out, Michael. I appreciate you hopping on the show, talking about uh, you know Navy Memorial Stadium here. Absolutely, and I'm only on Twitter. I'm not going to Threads, you know, TikTok. So but let's stick to. We're going to go down with the ship as long as it's going. So uh, thank you for having me. You know, I love to always talk about service Academy stadium. So excited to talk about Navy. Yeah. And this stadium, uh, you know, uh, I've always, I've, I can't believe this is, I'm almost ashamed to say this. I grew up not far from Annapolis, Maryland, and I've never been to the stadium. And when I think about like, why I don't know, but uh, you know, I need to get to this. Me, me and my brother have talked about this over the past couple of years about going to a Navy football game. So it's pretty high on the list of things that as far as college football games, we're probably going to see in the next few years. But uh, Annapolis, I know is a great town. So I'm very curious a of the history of the stadium. Uh, So talk to me a little bit about Memorial stadium. So it opened uh, at Navy Marine Corps Stadium, opened in 1959, uh, has 34,000 seats that host the annual uh, annual military bowl. Uh, maybe when you were going there, I don't know the year, but there was a major renovation, $56 million renovation done in 2002. If you look at the photos pre-renovation, post-renovation, it's a huge difference. I mean, today it just is a beautiful looking stadium. Uh, you know, the Roger Staubach won the Heisman there as a home player in 1963, but post renovation, uh, what I like about it is a couple of things. Number one is they have all the cadets sit in one particular area and they're dressed in their white uniform. So anytime you take a photo, you got this block chunk and it's all white. And then you got the rest of the crowd in, you know, Navy colors and opponent colors. So really cool aesthetics. And then when you walk around that place, not surprisingly, there's a lot of, uh, the, plaques and, and displays dedicated to prior uh, military services. Uh, there is uh, on the facade of the upper deck, there's lists of actual battles that were done midway, Iwo Jima, Pearl Harbor, uh, a, a ton of them. So it's uh, part football stadium. It's part, you know, dedication to current and past servicemen and women. So um, it's definitely one, you know, Mikey stadium, Falcon stadium, BMI, the Citadel, all the service academies are, are definitely worth a visit. Yeah. I mean, I, and I know Annapolis is a, is a fun town too. So you can mix both on your trip. If you plan to go to a Navy football game. And, and to me, I think, you know, sometimes it gets lost in the luster of 2023 college football is what the service academies offer. Like I love watching the service academies play football. They have a passionate fan base and they're just, to me, something that, and, and if you know the history of Navy and army, they were dominant forces in college football too. So I love them there. I think it's a big ingredient. I know people always say there could be a separation between the power five and the group of five or whatever. Well, to me, you're not college football. If you don't have army and Navy and, and air force playing college football and the, and the Citadel and VMI, all that, all that good stuff. So uh, curious your thoughts on that. And then also I uh, want to know how many times you've been to Navy Memorial Marine Corps stadium. Yeah. I mean, I agree with you. Uh, you know, you go to these, you know, we talk about ranking stadiums and people rank. These are one of the places when you go to a service Academy and you walk around, you are impressed by these young men. Uh, you know, a lot of people, when they choose to go to college, young people, 
they're going to have as much fun as possible. These people are, you know, they, they, there are rewards for going through this, but they're mature people that, uh, you know, just at a young age are accomplishing a lot discipline and it's really impressive, especially when you're there with a football game, you're, you know, you're thinking you go crazy and you see these people just well presented all put together and you're just impressed by it. And so to combine that with football, like you said, you know, there was a time when army Navy was the, the center of the football universe it's past then, but you know, this is when a football fan gets a pure football experience there. Uh, you know, there's not NILs, there's not, uh, you know, all these other things that are, are distracting. This is for the love of the game. And so I've been there a couple times for visits. The only game I've been to was 2021. It was a season opener against Marshall. Uh, it was a blowout. They got beat 49 to seven. Um, but I got a lot of uh, time to go and, and explore the stadium. One of the open end zones, you get a great shot of um, the, you know, the, the whole wide view of the stadium. They got a build a goat statue out in, in uh, one of the end zones. It's a key spot for photos. And again, you're, you're taking in the history, all the, the battles on the, the facade of the upper deck. So uh, part history lesson, part football game, part atmosphere. Uh, it's something that everybody should to check off their list at least once in their life. 100%. Well, and I got to do it too. Like I said, I'm ashamed. We're making plans. Me, NC Nick, will be at a Navy football game in the next few years. You can take that to the bank, folks. And, uh, folks, uh, Michael goes to all these games. All right. He goes to all these games. You got to follow his page uh, at CFB Campus Tour. And, my, Mike, I, I, I will hit you up. When we when we go to go to uh, you know the uh, Navy Memorial Stadium uh, to see if if perhaps you can make it. Uh, if not, I look forward to hearing about the next time you go there. And I appreciate you hopping on the show. Yeah, well, you let me know, and we'll work it into the schedule. And uh, you know, it sounds like a plan to me. So thank you as always for having me. Anytime, brother. And look, keep doing what you're doing because. In my opinion, the, one of the best, if not the best, college football follow you can do on uh, on, on Twitter or social media in general at CFB Campus Tour, folks. Check it out. Thank you, appreciate it. Take care, Michael Barker, Annapolis, Maryland. Patty, see how do we not go to a game in Annapolis? How the hell we got to get over there? I've been up. I've seen the stadium from the outside, but uh, never been. Yeah, I mean, what are we doing? The Annapolis, we got to get Harbor. over there. We got to get over. Beautiful, there. beautiful, yeah, area. absolutely historic. You know, colonial in a sense. I don't know if we're allowed to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking idiots. Um, look, yes, you can say that. Look, uh, we're locking up. I'm locking up the under. I well, think it's a lock. Can you build me a case for seven wins? Let's let's take Pete. Right build me that, that case schedule. for seven wins. Okay, Wagner. South Florida sucked last year. Two. North Texas. Three. Charlotte. Four. Temple. Five. Then it gets tough. A lock might be. Uh, I think this might be a lock on the under there, folks. But I am excited. I love Navy football. Too. I hope yeah. they make a bowl. Still, I can still be right and then make a bowl. Even though I'm a little salty about the Niamatololo exit, but hey, Brian Newberry, it's gonna be fun to watch. Fuck the NCAA and their and their rules because they're a crock of shit. Hey, this, let's reverse that. Yeah. If if we thought Navy rushed the ball a lot before, if they're about to tack on another fifty rushing yards a game here with this new, who coach, knows what can happen? Hello, I mean they might they might be must watch TV. They might be. No, they are must watch all the service academies. Let's go folks. Subscribe to the college football experience, wherever podcasts can be found. Please. If you can't hop on over to iTunes, give us a five-star review. 
Patty C's on Twitter at Patty C831. I'm on Twitter at the Colby D. The College Football Experience is on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. Give us a follow. And uh yeah, also, uh, like I said, we host the college basket Navy college basketball fans. I'll be here all year talking college basketball. Like the team. Remember that wasn't that long ago they spurred a little upset on the Wahoos mm. in Charlottesville. Mm. We got you covered. Also, uh college baseball experience I host. Navy baseball, Navy Army Navy baseball is always fun. Check us out. Also, uh, host the FCS college football experience. Maybe you're into an FCS school. Check it out. Uh, and we come together as one on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. So subscribe, tell a friend. All right, folks, this is the college football experience. Navy ship midshipman preview. (laughs) You sank my battleship and we are out of here.